guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another ESL podcast. I have myself here right now, a very short podcast in terms of study skills and aiming for clarity. Guys, oftentimes there are people who have gone to universities, some of the, I guess you could say, prestigious universities that have been around for a long time. And they feel that using very, very big, long technical words would be good in everyday conversation, but it isn't. They use these in order to sound impressive, in order to sound uh, above someone else, to make them realize, oh yes, well, I have this. And you know, I know this vocabulary. So you do not hear me, Arsenio, ever speak these big long words, but I'm gonna give you two big words. Avoid antiquated, Okay, antiquated language. Antiquated meaning out of date. Okay, out of date meaning medieval type of or old English type of, you know, uh, uh, vocabulary or convoluted, which means vocabulary or any kind of sentences that are difficult to follow. See, those are two big words that I would never say on a routine basis, especially living here in Thailand. Oh, well, you know, in, uh, according to, you know, being, uh, you, you know, antiquated language or, you know, sentences that are very convoluted. No, 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 no one knows what those words mean. I do not want to go to my dictionary just to look up something that was far easier to say, okay, just by saying out of date or difficult to follow. You see what I mean? Mannerisms can be very, very frustrating. And if you actually watch some of these professors, the first time I ever saw someone speak this type of, uh, 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 let's say, antiquated language or convoluted sentence structures was Mr. Blackmer, who was actually one of the very few teachers that had inspired me when I was back in high school. You know, I'm sitting there in a 50-minute period class, and all of us, our jaws are dropped, and he's like, this is an English preparatory class. I swear, it looked like he came right out of England. It was crazy. And his hair, oh my God, guys, this is like, his photo could have been a photo of someone back in the 1850s, okay? This guy, I mean, the way he spoke, and he was so intimidating, like you cannot look at him a specific way or he would send you to the office. I remember I tried dropping that class and, and the counselor was like, no, all English two are the same. I said, no, it's not. How about you sit your sorry ass in this classroom and listen to this man use this convoluted these convoluted sentences in this antiquated language. <laughs> Guys, when you're writing, please write with clarity. Okay, so using up the word limit, obviously, all these different things could put off your readers. So when I write my blogs, I keep it short and simple. There are different blogs that you could write out there, obviously, like with, you know, different types of internet marketing. But being concise is very important. Now, a lot of you are like, wait, concise is a big word. That's just editing out the unnecessary words, okay? Be precise, okay? That's another word. Oh my God, pre, but pre again means before for the suffixes, right? So it's all about aim, right? So precision is just like aim, okay? Meaning ask yourself these questions when you're writing and say, when exactly, why exactly? Why am I going to be given these specific details? Does it relate? See, 
what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to state a paragraph out loud. I would like you to go onto my blog or whatever and listen to the words that are unnecessary or cross out the words that are unnecessary. Okay. Now this specific paragraph is on, uh, it's a paragraph on bad behavior in teenagers. Okay. Now, with that being said, here we go. The impact and importance of educational performance is extremely key during teenage years. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yet this drastically coincides with one of the most ultimately challenging development stages. The development of the adolescent brain at this exact precise point exerts a direct clear influence on the physical and emotional behavior of teenagers with radically diminished levels of fear and a massively heightened pursuit of risk commonplace. However, this can have an extraordinarily detrimental effect, okay, so the adverb obviously modifies the adjective, effect on educational performance and environment as a whole. So, guys, in saying that, this could be under, you can understand this very well if you take out all the unnecessary vocabulary. And this is the point of this podcast. This is why I don't read different books where they use like very, you know, difficult language to understand. It's just too annoying. I shouldn't have to always click and say, oh, what does this word mean? What does this word mean? I do not like that whatsoever. Now, there comes a time where you can use these types of words to better up your writing, especially with writing different tasks and all that stuff, but you have to cater to your readers. I'm going to give you guys a personal development segment. Eric Thomas, he wrote a book. Now, he's a motivational speaker. I love him. I love him like I do my next breath. He is one of the most amazing people I've ever heard in my life. So, Eric Thomas, he wrote a book, but then he sent it to the old English people. Okay, old English meaning the people with the phrases way, way back in the day. Okay, and they said, Oh, well, you know, based on your writing, we don't like this, we don't like that. They changed everything and it made it sound like it wasn't him. And you know what? The audience that he was catering to were these seventh grade African American children in this rundown neighborhood in this city. So he's like, Well, they're not going to understand this because it doesn't sound like me. So the second book he read, I mean, or the second book he had written, it sounded more like him because he did not get it edited by these people who believe that they need, that you need to have these, again, antiquated vocabulary terms or uh, convoluted sentences. It's just like the lady six years ago when I was writing my horror book. I was writing a horror book, I swear. And it was going to be about the different stages of my life. And she was like, oh, well, I don't think you could write because you don't have the vocabulary, this and that. And I'm like, really? She's like, here. And she sent me the thing and I'm like, but that's not me. See, I don't wanna write something that isn't me. And this is why it's so important people to keep your authenticity, especially when you're writing and you're speaking. Don't sound like someone you are not. And with that being said, guys, hope you enjoyed the CSL podcast. If you have any questions, you know how to get in contact with me over and out.